Welcome back to another edition of It's Raining Mets. I'm CBS 21 meteorologist Steve Knight. How we doing, folks, as we head into a mid-May, a springtime weekend, and about the best news that I can pass along is that the weather this weekend will actually be better than last weekend. Now, if you recall last weekend, wow, it was miserable. We had record rainfall, well over two inches on Friday heading into the weekend, and then Saturday wasn't much better. It didn't rain as hard, but it basically rained all day. Uh, we basically put together like a 48-hour stretch where what we dealt with was rain that was either light, moderate, at times heavy. Even when we had breaks, we still had some drizzle, and you add it all up, and most spots saw about three and a half inches of rain. But look, we had uh, a lot of areas reporting in over four inches of rain, and I got some social media posts. People were showing me their rain gauge, and I have every reason to believe them because it was kind of where these rain bands set up. But People were showing us their rain gauges where they had five and six inches of rain uh, in their backyard. And really, by Saturday afternoon, Saturday evening, a lot of our area creeks and streams were running really high, running really swift. Uh, Thankfully, all of that did start to recede pretty much through the day on Sunday. And then Sunday into Monday, you know, it always takes a little longer for the Susquehanna to uh, reach at least its apex or its peak, and that pretty much happened Sunday afternoon. It was still running at action stage on Monday morning, but thankfully uh, everything along the Susquehanna stayed well below uh, even minor flood stage. We needed to dry things out, and that is exactly what we have done here uh, this week, at least up until your Friday, and we do have more rain chances. We'll talk about that coming up in a moment, but uh, certainly some more rain chances here over the course of the weekend, but Without a, without uh, any kind of question, without any kind of a doubt, this was the best weather week of the year so far. I mean, it was just fantastic. So, you know, I went back and looked at the numbers, and not only did we have the rain last Saturday, but you may recall it was cold. I, you know, we only had highs. The actual official high was 51 degrees, but there were a lot of spots that had high temperatures uh, on la- on Saturday of last weekend, you know, in the upper 40s. And uh, I know personally, I was out Saturday morning and uh, it was cold, rainy, and damp. And you could see your breath. <laughs> I was like, what is going on here? Hello, spring, right? Um, but yeah, it was not only very damp, but it was really chilly. Uh, we had overnight lows that were in the low 40s, upper 30s. So everybody had the furnace on. And then you fast forward, and people, I think a lot of folks, probably tripped on the AC, especially uh, during the back half of uh, this week. So, you know, Mother's Day, we really saw some improvement. There was a lot of questions, and even I had some questions. You know, how how much clearing would we actually get for Mother's Day? It was a really tricky forecast because there were some indications that perhaps the clouds would really linger throughout the day. Uh, as this low ever so slowly pulled out to sea. But we knew that that low was going to stall out, and it wasn't just going to completely leave us and head well out into the Atlantic and be a thing of the past. We knew that at some point in time it was going to stall out. And then the question was where, and there would be a real sharp cutoff between the areas that still dealt with some clouds, which is what they did, Delmarva. Uh, I was watching the Phillies game on Sunday. Bright sunshine. I'm watching the Phillies. Bright sunshine outside my house. Uh, We cooked out on Sunday for Mother's Day, and uh, temperatures were in the 60s, and it was blue sky and sunshine. Philadelphia, clouds, everybody was bundled up. 
I saw people wearing like, you know, beanie knit hats that you would wear to like, you know, a football game in the fall. Uh, so it was really only a separation of, you know, 30, 40 miles in terms of what kind of weather you had for Mother's Day. And, and things did wind up really working out for us, which was great uh, for Mother's Day. And we, we saw a high temperature of 64. And look, it just felt so fantastic to actually be outside and having some sunshine after it was such an awful, awful, dreary start uh, to the weekend. So, you know, Mother's Day did work out, and we knew that we were going to be in pretty good shape. But what's been really interesting about this week is that, yes, we have enjoyed some really nice weather, but the low that brought us the rain into last weekend is the same system, the exact same system that is going to bring us rain here over the weekend. It has done what we call retrograde, which means it's a weather system that basically moves uh, from east to west. That does not happen very often for us here in the continental United States, but uh, that is what we are contending with here. A very unusual pattern, a very unusual setup. And, uh, you know, as a, as a weather guy, as a weather geek, it's really interesting to watch because you've got this low that has been parked out in the Atlantic. And I don't know if you guys saw any of the uh, social media video that was popping up earlier this week. Uh, some real issues with not only rough surf, but winds and beach erosion. And there was a viral video earlier this week that showed some, thankfully, uh, abandoned houses or houses that were unoccupied. I'm not sure if they you know, had an occupational status, but thankfully, no one was inside. I know one was valued at like $300,000. Uh, this was down in the Outer Banks where you know there were a couple of homes uh, due to beach erosion that just fell into the ocean, fell into the Atlantic, and started to drift away. And uh, a complete and total loss, obviously, you know, hopefully I, I'm sure that you have to have insurance there if you live, you know, right along the coast, uh, down around the Outer Banks. But yeah, entire homes that were wiped out and it wasn't, you know, due to, you know, a hurricane. It wasn't due to, you know, one big bad front that was coming through. It was due to this area of low pressure that just continued to sit and spin uh, out into the Atlantic and just sit and churn. For us, thankfully, it was far enough away and far enough off to our east that it really didn't impact our weather, at least until heading into this weekend. So, you know, we got to 64 degrees on Mother's Day. That felt fantastic after that super soggy start to the weekend. And then from there, I mean, it was game on. It was all about the sunshine. And uh, wow, we really started to string together the warm days. Got to 72 on Monday, and we weren't stopping there. 75 on Tuesday. Wednesday, we got to 78 degrees, and this surprised me a little bit because, you know, there was some indication that cloud cover might hold our temperatures back a little bit on Thursday, and I believe, I want to say I called for 76, but we got all the way to 80 degrees on Thursday. Significant, because that obviously was May the 12th. That was the first time here in 2022 that we had seen our high temperature get to 80 degrees. We had gotten to 79 a couple of times, but we had not broken that barrier officially at HIA and gotten our high temperature to 80 degrees. And we did accomplish that. So, yeah, May the 12th. It took us until the 12th day of May to see a high temperature of 80. Obviously, you know, a little slow starting here with our spring in terms of being able to string together warm weather, in terms of being able to string together sunshine. Uh, but we were able to do it this week, and we were able to warm up nicely. Now – we transitioned, and I talked about that system out in the Atlantic retrograding or coming back over top of us, and uh, that's what we're contending with here uh, heading into the weekend. So our Friday is cloudy. We've got an easterly breeze. 
Think about it this way. Here comes that low coming in off the ocean. So it's going to drive that counterclockwise spin. It's going to drive that easterly breeze. And, you know, easterly breezes here in central Pennsylvania, that almost always means cloudy conditions, damp conditions. I call it the easterly fetch, uh, the easterly flow. Uh, and that's what we've got uh, here today. So, you know, we get that marine layer that blows in off of the Atlantic, and it usually really socks us in with clouds. And because, obviously, we're down in a valley here, uh, that cloud cover can just get kind of just it sinks down uh, into the valley, and we wind up dealing with uh, a lot of cloud cover. And, uh, you know, western part of PA right now is actually having some sunshine and some warmer temperatures. They're still basking in the glow of some warmth. Eventually, this cloud cover, though, is going to overspread all of Pennsylvania. So that's our weather pattern here heading into the weekend. And as this low just kind of gets parked and stalled, we're going to be dealing with some scattered showers, some pop-up showers uh, through the day on your Saturday and uh, some isolated thunderstorms. Best chance for rain on your Saturday, I think at this point, definitely looks like the second half of the day. Big difference between this weekend, though, and last weekend. Temperatures are going to be a lot warmer. We're not talking about rain and highs in the low 50s and being able to see your breath. Now, we're going to still be able to hold things in the 70s with almost a touch of humidity uh, through the day on Saturday. Now, on Sunday, uh, I think we start out cloudy, but I actually think the sun is going to break through uh, midday. Uh, maybe not everywhere throughout central Pennsylvania. It's probably going to be tougher to do so uh, in some spots than others. But I do think some sun's going to break through, and as a result... We will quickly warm things up, and I think a lot of backyards will be close to 80 degrees with some breaks in that cloud cover and some welcome sunshine. Before, uh, we've got two waves that are going to be coming through. We've got a cold front coming through, so I think late in the day on Sunday, we're talking about some showers popping up along with some isolated thunderstorms. And then we get uh, into the evening on Sunday, still some more scattered showers. So a nice break, though, with some sunshine Sunday afternoon. And this is one of those weekends, and it's always tough for us this time of year to try to get the point across when we mean scattered showers. It means, you know, look, there are times when it is going to be raining, but it's not going to be raining all the time. We're not talking about, you know, rainouts, washouts, that type of thing. But we are going to have some scattered showers popping up. But look for those breaks of sunshine on uh, Sunday afternoon. And then uh, into Sunday evening, we're talking about some scattered showers and some isolated thunderstorms. And then the actual cold front itself comes through on Monday. So I think we could do it all over again, starting out a little cloudy on Monday, uh, some breaks of some sunshine. And then during the late afternoon and evening, we'll watch out for some showers and possibly some thunderstorms to develop. And Monday's the day where perhaps some of these storms could get a little bit, a little bit feisty. Uh, that's one thing we'll be watching here over the weekend. So stay with me, Tom, and of course, Ed over the weekend. We'll keep you updated what we're seeing in terms of if there is any potential for there to be any stronger storms on Monday. You know, a little unusual here. Uh, look, we went all the way through April. We have been all the way now through, you know, halfway into May. And we have not dealt with any real severe weather threats in terms of, you know, a line of really strong thunderstorms. It just, nothing's really materialized. It has been eerily quiet in terms of severe weather for us. Obviously down south, they've had several rounds of uh, not only strong storms, but uh, tornadic activity. They've had very, very rough weather. But for us, uh, simply put, we are due. So it would not surprise me here if the back half of May got a little bit, if the seas started to get a little bit rough for us during the back half of May in terms of watching out for and dealing with the possibility 
of some stronger storms or some severe weather. So that's just something to put in the back of your mind and keep in mind here as we transition here to the uh, second half of May. Other big weather story here uh, this week that I want to touch on is what's going on out in California. Uh, They had some wildfires break out in California. We had this really great soundbite from, uh, it was either a police officer or an emergency management official. I I forget exactly, but basically it was a public official uh, wearing a uniform uh, in Southern California. And these fires are breaking out south of Los Angeles, kind of in between Los Angeles and San Diego, uh, not too far from the beach. Uh, and, uh, near a place called Alyssa Viejo and they've had super, well, look, most of the homes in that part of Southern California are fairly expensive to begin with. Uh, but they've had these fires that have basically burned, uh, numerous, very expensive homes where people with, you know, a fair amount of money because they can afford to live there live. And they've been dealing with these wildfires through residential areas. And the one thing that the emergency management or the police officer, again, forgive me, but I forgive, I forget exactly what his title was. What he was basically saying was, you know, this, what caused these fires was nothing unusual weather-wise. In other words, these weren't strong Santa Ana winds that drove uh, these fires. What drove these fires is the extreme drought uh, that we have been dealing with. And look, coming into the rain season, in Southern California this year, they were already, you know, way, way too dry. And they had historically low rainfall. Um, I saw a graphic where a lot of Southern California, even during their quote-unquote rainy season, which is during the winter, only had about 20% of the normal amount of rainfall. There were some areas uh, in the mountains of Southern California and then up through the Pacific Northwest where they did get some significant snowstorms over the winter. Uh, so they at least had, you know, at least that uh, snow melt that was melting off. But for, you know, far too much of California, it was not enough to make much of a difference. And in fact, in many places in Southern California, they are in worse shape now than they were a year ago. And they were in bad shape a year ago. So the point that this guy was trying to make was, you know, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you folks, other than this could well be the new normal here. Uh, in Southern California, where we just have to contend with the idea that wildfires are going to break out, not being driven by any unusual form of weather, uh, just a spark, uh, a relatively normal breeze, and because the tinder is so dry out there that these fires rapidly spread out of control, and that's what happened here earlier this week. And I do believe that even as I record this here, you guys know the podcast drops on Friday. Uh, the fire out there that is just to the uh, south and uh, west of Alyssa Viejo is not fully contained. Um, I think it's m- mainly out of, uh, in control, I should say, but not fully contained uh, at this point. So that is another just uh, interesting weather thing that we're going to have to watch with what's going on with California because the wildfire season there could be devastating and it could be historic. And uh, this is one thing I always try to you know say to people. And look, we had some years... Uh, especially three years ago, that were very wet here. The big joke was rain Sylvania. You know, we live in rain Sylvania, not more rain. Um, you know, we really, if you look back over the last 15 years or so, we we really have never gotten to a point here uh, where the drought was really becoming the kind of issue that it is out in Southern California, where there are 
you know, across the board, mandatory water restrictions, whether you're basically telling you, you cannot water your lawn. Uh, we've gotten to a point some, you know, it's been a couple of years where things have gotten a little too dry and it's certainly been, you know, a, a, a situation worth watching. Uh, I believe that we got to a point four or five years ago, maybe where they were asking for some voluntary restrictions, but nowhere near. And I put up uh, the drought monitor map earlier this week um, on one of the newscasts at noon. And if you look at it, it's just remarkable. It's basically west of the, of the Mississippi. The western half of the country is just way, way, way too dry, by and large. Uh, meanwhile, the eastern half of the country, again, by and large, is doing okay. And uh, we're certainly okay here in central Pennsylvania. So for the year, we are running a rainfall surplus now that is uh, at about an inch and a half, give or take. And uh, we do have some more showers in the pipeline here this weekend. And I know people, you know, you never want rain on the weekend. And I get that. And it's disappointing. It's disappointing for me. I've got outdoor plans too. But, you know, think of the folks out west uh, who would be doing an absolute rain dance. I mean, an absolute rain dance to have gotten the kind of rain that we've gotten so far here this spring. If we could just somehow find a way to annex it and ship it out west, uh, that would be a wonderful thing and kind of share the wealth. So, Try not to get too disappointed, I guess, is the moral of my story here, that we do have some showers once again here on the weekend because, you know, it's a good thing. In the long run, it's a good thing. And it's the kind of thing, as we uh, bank this rainfall here in May and heading into the growing season, that will help us out down the road if we do have any prolonged uh, dry stretches. So try not to look at a weekend that has some showers as uh, necessarily a bad thing. Always uh, try to tell you what I'm seeing moving forward here on the podcast, and uh, I think we have totally turned a corner temperature-wise. And uh, second half of May, we're looking at temperatures that will be either at or above average through much of the back half of the month. So uh, give or take, I think mid-70s to mid-80s are here to stay in terms of our high temperatures. A little bit cooler uh, middle of next week, but still we're talking about highs in the low 70s. So I'm speaking generally here. Uh, Mid-70s to mid-80s, I think, will be the norm uh, for the second half of May. And who knows? We could spike some days here. You know, as we all know, back half of this month brings in Memorial Day, the unofficial start to summer. And uh, wouldn't shock me if we made a run at 90 here uh, back half of May, especially a couple of weeks down the road or as we get closer to Memorial Day. But uh, we are done with the frost advisories, the freeze warnings. If you've been holding off on doing any springtime planning, don't do it anymore. We're good to go. Uh, you can get everything in the ground, and uh, we're going to be safe here from any kind of freezes or frosts uh, moving forward. So there's your positive note as we wrap up uh, the podcast here this week. But as always, we appreciate you tuning in. Uh, looking forward to some warmer weather here that is going to be consistent for the back half of May. But as always, we appreciate you tuning in to another edition of It's Raining Mets. Have a great weekend, everybody.